Begin the current daf. Begin on the top line of the Yomid, where the Gemara continues on the discussion relating to the previous Mishnah on the previous daf. That is, the Mishnah spoke about three different types of cases when the person gives his wool to a dyer. First one is he gives it to the dyer, and the guy totally ruins the wool, and that is, it burns in the vat. So he has to compensate him. There's nothing left. It's worth a zero. He has to compensate him for the wool that he gave him. That's the first halacha. Second halacha was if he asked him to dye it a certain color. He dyed it that color, but subpar dye. He took the bottom of the barrel, which was not good quality dye, the remnants, and he used that. So since he did subpar, but again, unlike the third case, which was a case of Sheena, here he didn't change anything, he just didn't do a good job. So then he gets the lower hand, which is if he increased the value somewhat, although it wasn't a great dye, if that is worth less than the amount that he expended, then that's what he's going to get. If the amount he spent, this professional, to do the work was more than even what the value is, so then he's going to get the shvach, which is lesser of the two. That's what he gets compensated for. But he doesn't get paid for the job. He gets paid either for his expenses or the increase of the value, whichever one is the lesser of the two. And he has to obviously give that guy back his wool itself because, again, he didn't acquire it because there was no shinoi. However, in the third case was a machlegas remain in Yehuda regarding when they asked him to do it one color, red, and he did another color, he did a black. There it may holds what's known as the Allah of Shinukaina. Since he changed that deviation, as in Kinyana Gizela, at an acquisition, you, that change is not Asher Gazel. It's not the same way where it was what, what, what you were given or what you took it. Since you changed it, you acquired it, so now the Shvach is all his. So he could, he could keep that Shvach. He just has to pay him back to Mate Simri the amount of the wool that he stole from him because he changed it. Whereas the Yehuda didn't want that this chayte should be nisker, this guy who, who changed should gain. So he said, no, just like in the second case, there the halacha is going to be, which everyone is the less of the two, that either the value of the shvach or the expenses, which everyone <clears throat> was less monetarily, that's what he's going to be compensated for. That was the three cases of the Mishnah. Now the Gemara brings turn upon the b'raisa that reflects on this same halacha as our Mishnah. Just in a different case, instead of talking about giving wool to a dyer, it's a nice and eitzim lacharish. Someone gives wood to a carpenter. Now, he told him, Lassam and Kisei, wanted to make him a cheer. Vassam and Safsa, instead of making the cheer, he made a bench, which again is similar to the third case of our Mishnah. Or Safsa, Vassam and Kisei, gave him to make a bench, and he made a cheer. So, as he says in our Mishnah, he only has to compensate him the value of the wood, because he acquired it with Shina by changing him for what he was meant to do. He acquired it. He says, no. Again, the same penalty. If the increase, this that he made the wood now into something, a chair or a bench, if that increase is more than the expenses, then give the, the professional, the carpenter, the lower of the two, which is just the expenses. But if the expenses actually was much more than how much more the value of it went up, then give him the lesser of the two, which is the shvach. Again, like Rabbi Huda's opinion in our Mishnah. Now, Umaydra, Meir, Meir agrees to Rabbi Huda, which is essentially like the second case of our Mishnah, which we said over there that no one disagrees. If he gave wood to a carpenter to make a beautiful chair, and he made a subpar chair. Or he paid him to make a beautiful bench, and he made a subpar bench. Which again, over here, even Rabbi would agree because there's no Shinoi. He didn't change it. He made what was asked of him. He just did a subpar. So there, but there's no kinyanim. He didn't acquire it for it to be his. And whatever increase went after that should be the carpenters. So therefore, the halacha is like the second case of a mishnah, which Yadel Tachtoni has the lower hand. 
And therefore, again, here Remei would agree to Rabbi Huda that if the, if the increase is less than the expenses, so then, if it's more than the expenses, and so then you give him the lesser of the two, and you give him the, the value of what the expenses that he, has to, he had to spend on that work. And if the, actually the expenses was more than what the value went up, then then you only give him the value of the shvach. Again, that's similar to the halacha of our Mishnah. Now, Ibailu, the following question, which reflects on these, these cases that our Mishnah is talking about. Yes, shvach samonim al hatzemer. The Gemara asks, is the, the shvach, the increase of the dyes on the wool, or is the increase of value of the dyes not on the wool? What that means is Rashi explains, do we say that chazusa, that the color, the, the, the sight is something? In other words, if, if color, if visual, is something that exists, and therefore it's around, Hence, as we'll see in the Gemara, you would have to, it's, it's, it's still extant, you would have to return it. Or is it not something of substance? It's just color. As the Gemara explains, what's that question? What's the relevancy of that question? So the Gemara says, If you're entertained to say that, let's say somebody stole dyes, stole the, the herbs that, that, that dyes are made out of it. And he grinded it, and he soaked it in water as it's normally done, to make dye out of those herbs. And then he went, and he dyed his own wool with that, those herbs that he stole. So what would the question be? That would mean to say that we see the, the increase of the dye on the wool, meaning that chazusa, the color, is something of substance. And therefore, the guy who was stolen from could say, give me back the dye that you took from me. As the Gemara is going to shortly explain that element. If that's the question that the Gemara is asking, well then, then what's the question in the first place? It's pretty understandable that he doesn't have to return the dyes, meaning to take it out of his garment, so to speak, and give it back to him, because he already acquired it with a shinu. That we said that, and Allah is, if you change something, then that's considered a kinyan. So if that's the Allah, as we said from Remeir, clearly that that's the Ukraine of Shina. So what's the what's the Gemara's question? If you say Shvach Saman Malatzemer or not, doesn't make a difference. Either way, he doesn't have to give it back. So the Gemara says Loitzrich. The case would be Togmad the Gazel Saman Mishruyin. He didn't steal just the herbs, because then of course you change it into dye. You already did a Shina. You already kind, and you don't have to give it back to the garment. Question is, if he stole soaked herbs, meaning he stole dye. And then he, he dyed his garment with that dye where there's no shinui in the dye. The dye was what it was. It's the same thing now on the garment. That's the question, my. What's Allah? Do we say that we view as if we, the dye is still there? It just was previously in a jar. And now it's absorbed in the garment, but it's, it's still there. The Amale, with the guy who was stolen from, says, Give me back my dyes that you took from me. It's still there. Take it out. Or maybe that was the other side of the question. No, there is no uh, increase of the, of the dye on the garment itself because the Amale, that he could tell him, you don't have anything by me. What do you want? It, it's only color. The substance is not here anymore. It's absorbed into the molecules of, of the wool. And therefore, there's nothing, you, I have nothing here to give you back. I know you see the color here, but the dye is actually not around anymore. That was the Gemara's question, and that would have the relevancy if he has to give it back or not.
Now, Amri, they said, if that was the Gemara's question, if you want to say that side of the question, that, okay, we don't view as if the, 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 the dye is still there on the garment, because it's totally absorbed. It doesn't really exist anymore. You just see the extract, which is color. That's how you explain the Gemara's question, that the guy would say, you have nothing by me. Where the question is, even if you're going to say that chazusa, that color is lav milsa, it's not something of substance, and it's not in the world anymore, but still, namely, he could still tell him, give me back the dyes that you ruined for me. What does that mean? So I'm exempt? It's not here anymore? What do you mean? You took it, you ruined it. You've got to give it back to me. So even if you say it's not in the garment, but he still would have to pay him back. So what's the Gemara's question? El Rather, Gemara says, no, the question was actually the other way. If we say that there's no shvach simonim on the gabbai tzemer, and therefore the halacha would be uboi shlumile, then you have to compensate him for it. Like anyone, they take a guy's dying and pour it down the, the drain, it's lost, so it's lost. Here also, if you say that it's not here anymore, it doesn't exist, you just see the, the color, but the dye's not here, then you would have to pay him back. Or maybe, and this is the other way around, that actually that one would be the option of being exempt, not the other one as we thought originally, that if there is that actually the dye was previously in a jug, and now it's here in the garment. So therefore then the guy who, who took it could tell the, owner, the original owner of the dyes, it's here, take it. It, it didn't disappear from the world. It's in my garment. You go ahead and you take it. So therefore, actually, he would be exempt. He wouldn't have to pay him back because go, go ahead and take your dye back. Now, the Gemara asked on that version of the Gemara's question, Shaklinu, you want him to take it? But my shakle, how's he supposed to take the dye back out of the garment? Bitzvain, with a cleaning agent? Tzvain, avur ma'avur. All that cleaning agent would do would be remove the dye from the garment. it. it's not going to be returning it to the original owner. You can't suck out the dye and give it back. It, you could get rid of it from the garment, but that's not giving it back. So how would that be an option of not having to compensate the guy by, hey, take it back. He can't take it back. Sell around the Hukamai skin the Gemara says, no, the case that the Gemara was asking about was the following case. He stole this guy's wool and his dye. And he went and he dyed that wool with those dyes. Now, now he's giving him back the wool which has already dyed. That was the Gemara's question. Do we consider that the color is not just color, but it's actually that of substance? It's as if we see the dye in the wool. So he's giving it back what he stole. When he's giving back the wool, he's giving it back in the wool. It's like almost like little different containers inside, is the dye in there. So he's Mekayim, his Hashavah, he paid him back the two things that he stole. Or maybe, no, we don't say that we see as if the, the dye is in the wool. It's as if the dye is already not here anymore. Because all you have here is color, and color is not something of substance. So, all he's returned to him is wool, he's not returned to him the dye, and therefore he would be liable to pay for the Samanim. That was the Gemara's question. Now, on that still, Amri, they asked, typically, what's the problem? He, even if you say that, okay, the dye's not here anymore, he's only giving him back wool, but he's giving him back a wool that went up in price because it's dyed. So you really have it in an indirect way, so essentially is paying him back dye by giving him back a more expensive wool that's dyed. 
So what's the question that even in that option, even if you say that ain't shach b'samonim al it should still be that he paid him back for the samonim. So the says lo yitzricha dezaltziva. The case would be talking about where dyed wool went down in price, which would not reach the value of separate wool with the dye separately. So therefore, the one who was stolen from could say that, look, I would have sold the dyes, or I would have dyed my garment, and I wouldn't have lost. Now you made me cause a loss because the value of a dyed garment does not reach the value of a separate dye and of a separate garment. And that would be the case, therefore, it would be halachic ramification about do we see shvach saman magabit tzema, then he's returning it to him. But if not, he's not returning to him. And even though he's giving back a dyed garment, that doesn't reach yet the price tag of how much dye itself would be worth. Or if you want, you could say another case, that would be the Gemara's question. This kagun should tzava bahu kupa. That, or kaifa, depending on what these two interpretations in Rashi. Either it would mean that he stole a monkey and die. And then he died that guy's monkey. And then he returns him the monkey. Where the monkey doesn't go up in value that he's now died a different color. So therefore, if you say that you still see the die over there, okay, he's returning to him the die with him on the monkey. If you don't see the die, they only see his color, then he's not returning to the die and he's not giving him back anything more by giving him a colored monkey. Or, actually, it's from the word of kupa, which is a, kup, a basket of, 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 of willow, a peeled willow, which of branches, meaning to say that same idea where if he went and he painted it, which it doesn't make it more expensive, doesn't increase the value in, in, in contrast to a garment made out of wool. So there again would be the same question. If you see it's there, then they gave it back. If you don't see it's there, you didn't give him back, and he's not giving back anything more of value by having died that basket. Third interpretation, Ravino, he says it actually a different type of a case. What the Gemara's question was, no, it's not like we said previously where this guy stole from one person the same two items. Rather, the wool was owned by one person and the dye was owned by another person. Now, but it's a different type of a case, not talking about theft. But Ka'asi Kaif, a guy, two neighbors, they left their stuff outside. A monkey came along. The monkey went and took the wool and dyed it with that guy's dye. Where... It's not talking about the halach of theft. The Gemara's question was, Yesh v'achsaman magabitzema, do you see as if the dye is there on the wool? And therefore, da'amar lay, so therefore the owner of the dye could tell the owner of the wool, havli ninu, give me my dye that's by you. You have to give me something because I know I can't hold you liable. It wasn't you that did it. Some random monkey did it. But my dye is by you. You have to give it back to me. And therefore, even if you can't take it out, but at least we should share some of the profits, or maybe maybe we say that no, we don't see the dye over there. And therefore, the guy who has the wool can tell him, I have nothing of yours. What do you want? As color? The color is not what you gave me. That's, that's, that's an extract. That's, that's a derivative. The substance of your dye is not here, and therefore he's totally exempt. That was the Gemara's question, according to Ravina. Now, whichever way the version of the, what the relevancy of the question was, again, but is it that we see that there's substance here, or is it just color, and it's Lav Milsihi, says the Gemara Tashimah, let's bring a raya from the Mishnah Masechtas Arla. The Mishnah says, Beged Shetzevoi, a garment that was dyed, Beklipe Arla, which Rashi points out must be the shells of either nuts or of other fruits, but the shells that peel the bark of a tree, that wouldn't be applicable for the halachas of Arla, because Arla only applies the first three years of a fruit tree's fruits, but not of the tree itself. So let's say they took 
arla, which in the, uh, fruit in its first three years when the tree is planted, which the fruits are forbidden, which similarly applies to the, 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 the peels, the shells of those fruits. And they went and they took it and they made a diet of it, and they went and dyed a garment with that. Says the Bryce, says the Mishnah, Yidalik, so you have to burn that garment because there is Arla now inside of it. Arla is Asabana. Says the Gemara, but Amma, what we see from this Mishnah is Chazusa Milsi. Color is substance of substance. Because if all it was was just color and the, the actual dye is not there, so there's no Arla in here. Maybe something of a color, it caused something, but the actual dye is not there. Then it shouldn't be forbidden. And the fact you have to burn it, obviously, is because we see it as if it's still there. So Amma Rabbi, Rabbi says, no, no Raya. Benefit, which is a visual, meaning it's just color, even though there's no substance, for example, like candlelight or dye, Asr Tari, the Tari made forbidden explicitly regarding the halachas of Arla. And therefore, it wouldn't be a raya that because the Arla, the substance is there. No, we see that regarding Arla, even without substance, it is still going to be forbidden. The Talmud learned the Brisa. Pastor says, Mayikra Arelim, those which are Arla, Lo Yeachal should not be eaten. Says the Braissa, I would only know that you cannot eat Arla. How do I know you can't even have any benefit from it? Even boy. You can't die it. Meaning you can't die with it. And you can't light a candle with it. Tamalima says the Pasik Many different terminologies of the word Arla. Why all these terminologies? Larabas says cool to increase all these elements of Arla, they're all forbidden. Even something that doesn't have substance, even something that's just a visual. And therefore there's no raya, says Rava, because in the halacha of Arla, it's not because of milsihi, it's even if it's not milsihi, the halacha of Arla tells us it's forbidden, even if it's just something that's a visual. So as much as Tashim, that's being arrived from the following b'risa. B'risa says, Beget shetzavoi beklipe shviyas. A garment that was dyed, a different area of halacha, not of Arla, but shviyas is the shmita year, the seventh year, where... In Shemitah year, you're forbidden to use the produce for business, for commerce. Now, if someone went and dyed a garment with the shells of Shemitah produce. Now, as Rashi points out here also, that the shells here have to be talking about of produce and not, not the peels, not the bark of a tree, because again, Eitzim, wood, doesn't have the Allah of Shemitah on them, as the Gemara is going to say later on, the next Dafunk of Bezim and Aleph, because generally, Eitzim are lahasakinit, in which you can use Shemitah produce to eat, which so too includes burning things, but something that's for later purposes, like making clothing, that's not permitted to be done on the Shemitah year. So it says the Brisa that if you went and took a garment and you dyed it with Shemitah produce, so you have to burn it, which is the halacha that when you have something that you have to do beer on the halacha of Shemitah, that applies to this garment too. So one thing that we see is that although it's only chazusa, it's just a visual so by Arla, we answer this Gzeris HaKasa, but here seemingly you see from the Salacha, is because it's Milsihi, because you have the Shemitah produce inside the garment, you can't have it after this man beer, and which there's no more available for the wild animals, so then that's why you have to burn it. And I think Mar says, no, no Raya from here either, Shani Hasim, there it's different, Halacha of Shemitah, Dama Krok, because there it's also Gzeris HaKasa. As the Pasuk Mikra says, Tia, says the word, it should be, which connotes Bahaviyasatehe, it should be in its existence, meaning to say it always will retain in all situations, its sanctity, even if it was transferred into just a color, even if it's not the substance there anymore. And that's why the halach is going to be that you have to burn it. But that's not a proof that it's milsihi, 
That's even if it's just a color. And again, therefore, the Gemara didn't resolve the question if or not, because no rye from Orla and Shemitah, which those are Gezeir Sarkasas, that even if they're not Melsi, they're still going to be forbidden. Now, the Gemara continues on the bays and Rava Rami. Rava asks a contradiction, quoting Tnan. He quotes that Mishnah Mesechus Orla that we brought into that discussion. Now he used that to ask as a contradiction. So Tnan, we learned that Mishnah Mesechus Orla. The begat should tsevoy beklipe arla yudalik. We said that if a garment was dyed with the peel, with the shell of an arla food, which is asabahana, now the garment has that. So yudalik, now you have to bring the garment. So asks Rava, Alma, so you see, chazusa milsi, that obviously that just color is considered something of substance, which Taisus right away asks. He says, wait a second, Rava was the one that said in Amman Aleph that it's not that chazusa milsi. Is that Arla is different because the Pasik says, and that's actually why we couldn't learn from there. So what's he asking from this Mishnah Sechdis Arla to as we're surely going to see from the Allah of Tumah, if it's not because of Chazusa Milsi, it's actually the exception to that rule. So Taisa says that that's why it would be more preferable as the Girsais that have that on the Amad Aleph was actually not Rabba, it was actually Rabba. So it was Rabba that was saying that, but Rabba here is not saying that. Or even if you go with Rabba, you have to say that it, would, it was a Dichu, it was. Not, it was contrived, and therefore he's still asking that it would still sound like it sounds like Chazus and Milsi, that it, it's not just because it's but it's because even just color is considered that of substance, as if we still see the Arla in the garment. So if that's the case, but that seems to be contradictory from Mishnah Mesechdis Alois. Mishnah there says, Revi is Dam. A quarter of, of, of Dam, which that transmits Toma in a in the, in the oil, if, if it's in the same tent as whatever is inside of it, because as the Pasuk says, that uh, a person should not come in contact with the nefesh of a mace. Now, what does it mean, the nefesh? There's a Pasuk that says, that the blood is the soul. Now, it means to say that you cannot come in contact with the person's blood, and if you do, you become tummy. Now, the Rabbanan qualified that the minimum amount of blood that a person could survive on is a revius of dam. So it's regarding that revius, that revius of log, that the, the mission is talking about over here of that revius of dam, which transmits tum and the tumas oil, because that's the alkol nafshes meis loyavai, the dead person, his nefesh, which again is his blood, which is how much is the blood of a person, which is revius, that transmits tumas oil. So regarding the Revi'ez Dam, Shenivla of Babais, that it got absorbed into the house. I mean, it, got, it got seeped into the ground. Says the Mishnah, Habayis Tameh. The house is Tameh, which as Rashi points out, it's not the house itself, because actually Habayis is not Makabal Tumah, because it's considered Karka, and Karka does not contract Tumah. It means, it means all the utensils, all, all the garments, everything that's in the house becomes Tameh. That's what the Mishnah always says. But Amrila and some say that actually Habayis Tar, that actually that the house is Tar. But the Gemara says, it's not that they're disagreeing. When it says, as we quoted in the Mishnah and all this, that their Tomei are Kalim that were there in the house before it got absorbed into the ground, where, when it was still extant, and therefore that blood was in the same oil as all the Kalim, and therefore they became Tomei. Whereas when it said that the, the Kalim inside are going to be Tar, are we talking about kalim that came after it was already absorbed into the ground? Once it's absorbed, then it's not there anymore, then even though now it's somewhere there, but it's not going to transmit toma to the kalim that are in the house. That's the, the first part of the Mishnah. Mishnah continues and says, Nivlabiksus. Let's say the Revius of Dam becomes absorbed in a garment, so Royan we see. Imiska says haksus, if you're going to launder the garment. 
and out is going to come or what that means to say is if let's say you put in a certain measurement of water in the laundering process and then when you finish the laundering you find that actually you have a more of liquid which means to say that that must be the blood that was extracted from it so in the, what, what, so this halacha is relevant to say that if let's say originally it was absorbing the garment more than revias and therefore if you bring the garment into the house so then the house is going to be tamay, the house is going to be tamay because you have a revias of dam in this garment and it would even be able to come out if you laundered it now vim lav but if not then tahira then the house is going to be tahar meaning to say because then the oil is not being mal on the revias because it already was lacking the revias in the absorption process into the garment because as we see that if you're going to launder it it's not going to come out of revias if you're going to launder not revias not going to come out that means to say it already diminished in the garment somehow it gets absorbed in the in the wool and therefore you don't see the revias of dam now but obviously the garment is itself going to be tummy because when it originally came in contact with the dam it, it was exacting exactly a revias which made the garment tummy but it's just that now the, the, there's no revias of liquid here that in the garment, never it's not going to transmit to anything else in the in the oil. But the rubbish question was, but one thing that we see is that it said that if if a revius of dam wouldn't come out, it's going to be tar. Even though the chazusa, the color of the garment, has a revius of dam inside of it, because it's just that the blood that's left in the garment, we said it can't be squeezed out. So therefore, it's not a revius of dam is not going to come out. But we see a revius of dam in the garment. So obviously we see that chazusa lav milsi. Obviously the color, the visual, is not considered something of substance. Because if it cannot come out, the actual substance is not there, even though the color of it is there, we see that it's not going to transmit tumah. So that contradicts the Mishnah Masech, this Arla, that said chazusa is milsi, and therefore the garment there of the, of the klipa Arla had to be burnt. So Rav Khan, Rav Khan answers, really chazusa is milsi, like we see in the Mishnah Masech, this Arla. But the Mishnah Masech, this Arla's, is Mikule Revi Yoishanukan. Here we're talking about the more lenient halachas of Revius of Dam, because we're talking about a more lenient type of blood. Because Bedam Tavusa Drabanan. We're talking about Dam Tavusa, which is only rabbinic. I mean, in other words, it only transmits Thomas oil only rabbinically. The reason being is because Dam Tavusa, according to one interpretation, is that if someone gets killed and the Revius of Dam came out of him when he was alive and when he was dead, so we're not sure was all of it when he was alive, was all of it when he was dead, because the dam only transmits tumma from a mess, as the explains this on Nidadaf Ayn Alf and Alf. So it's rabbinically that it transmits tumma. Since it's rabbinic, therefore, there we're going to say chazus alav melsi. But that doesn't contradict the Mishnah Masech this early, which is talking about ahalacha deiraisa, there we're going to say chazus melsi, and therefore there's no contradiction. Now the Gemara says another Rava Rami, that Rava poses another contradiction. Now, regarding the other halacha we spoke about on Amad Aleph, we spoke about Arla, we spoke about Shemitah. Now he asks it on the halachas of Shemitah. So now we learn the Mishnah Masech, the Shaviyas, that says, Mimin HaTzayven, from the different types of dyes, which are Svichei Sotim, which is what's known as Karkim, which is safflower, or Vakaitza, which is Wod, it's a type of cabbage. Now Rashi just points out the reason why we're talking about Svichei, the, the aftergrowths of Sotis or of Kaitzim, is because on Shemitah year, all you have are aftergrowth because you're not allowed to plant in the Shemitah year. But either way, so you have these, these dyes, these herbs that they make dye out of it. Says the Mishnah, Yeshlen Shviyas, the halachas of Shemitah apply to them. Uludmein Shviyas, 
and their 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 value also has the halacha of shemitah. In other words, you're not allowed to do commerce with them because the Torah says la'achli you could eat the shemitah produce, but which tells us you're not, you're not allowed to do business with it, and therefore you're not allowed to dye garments with them because that's essentially commerce because you're not using it right now like you would if you were eating, but you're allowed to go ahead and burn them before this man of beer, meaning which is the time when you have to get rid of the Shemitah produce, because that, be, that would be similar to Achila, to consuming it. But again, for, for, for commerce, that would be problematic. And so too, Yeshlin beer, Uladmein beer. So, so too, they themselves have to be, uh, when the time of beer comes, which is when you have to get rid of all Shemitah produce from the house, then you have to get rid of them. As the Pasuk says, which tells us that if the produce has already been extinguished, or there's no more left from the wild animals in the field, then you have to get rid of them from your behemoths in your house. Which, therefore, this case would imply the same thing, that, this beer, that you have to get beer for the Shemitah, both for the item itself, for these, uh, these aftergrowths of this woad and of the safflower, and the money of it also, meaning if let's say you exchange it, you sell it to someone, the money now also has Kedusha Shaviyas, you also would have to get rid of that by that time. Now, these aftergrowths, these, these herbs, are essentially like, like wood, meaning because they're not made for consumption, they're not made for eating. Now, so says Rava Amma, so you see from this Mishnah, that Eitzim Yesh Ben Mishum Kedusha Shaviyas, that wood, doesn't really mean it's not really wood, but it's the same thing as wood, which is that it's, it's not used for consumption purposes, that it has Kedusha Shviyas, has the, the Shemitah sanctity where you have to get rid of it and at that time and you're not allowed to use it for merchandise like Shemitah produce. On that ask Rav Avermini, but that's, that's contradicted by the following Brisa. The Brisa says, Ali Konim Ali Gifanim, the leaves of reeds or the leaves of, of grapevines, Shegivavan Becheva, which was piled up to make it a storehouse to keep it for the winter months, from Alpaneha Sada, it was gathered from from the surface of the field. Now, says the Brisa, it depends what you gathered it for. If Lokhtan Lachil, if you gathered it for to eat it, so yes, then it's going to have Shemitah sanctity because Shemitah sanctity is for the produce, for food that's eaten on Shemitah. But if you gathered it to use it as, as wood, then then it doesn't have Kedusha's Shemitah, and then you could even have derived benefit from it even after this mana beer, which usually have to get rid of Shemitah produce by then. Here you don't have to because you're not using it for consumption purposes. So as Rava, that's clear contradiction from the Mishnah Masech Shviyas, which said that even things like wood, meaning for the Sviche Satan Bekaitza, that it does have Kedusha Shviyas. And here we're saying that these leaves of the Gfanim and the Kanim do not have Kedusha Shviyas if it is for wood type of purposes. So Mashani, so he answered that Amakra, the Pasi says in Yikra, La'achla, which we were quoting this concept up until now, that the Shemitah produce is yours to eat. Now, explains Rava, eating doesn't mean just eating. It means like the characteristic of eating, which is Bemishahana Asay Ubi Ure Shavan. It means something that the benefit is equal to when it gets when it gets dis, when it gets destroyed. Meaning something that at the time of the benefit is when it's when it's being when it's being used up, when it's when it's when it's being taken away from this from this world. Which that's what happens with eating. You destroy the peri when you're having benefit. Yatsu Aitsim Shana Asan And that excludes wood, which is like this case of Lokdan La Achila, of Lokdan La Aitsim, which the benefit is after it was already burnt up. 
Meaning, after that you burnt up the wood, then what happens is the wood becomes into coals. That's when the primary benefit is of the wood, not when it's getting burnt up, but only after it got burnt up and it turned into coals. Which actually taste explains, although sometimes wood, the benefit and when it's liquidated is at the same time. For example, let's say if you're using it as firewood, which is to warm oneself up by a fireplace or for cooking, which is happening at the same time. But taste explains the primary purposes of wood is not for that. Rather, it's to make it into coals, which is, for example, when you're heating up an oven to bake, that's only post the beer, post when you ruined it. That's not the same as achila, and therefore the halacha of shemitah does not apply, let's say, when you were locked on le'etzim, when you take actual wood, or when you're using it for wood type of purposes, because the shemitah halacha is only when it's le'achla, which is when hanon beer is shava. In contrast to the Mishnah Mesech the Shvis, which was talking about herbs that are used for dyeing, there, at the time when you're heating up the vat, according to Rashi, that's when the root is then diminished, meaning that's when it's, you're taking away the dye, that's when you're ruining the herb. It's at that moment that then the water absorbs that dye. So it comes out that the benefit you get from the, from the herb is at the same time that the herb is being liquidated and therefore, it's going to take effect in the Tahalach of Shemitah, just like by eating, which is at the moment that you're eating, you get the benefit, and that's when you're destroying the pre. Here also by the dye, the moment you're destroying the herb, which is when you're taking out the dye, is when you're having the benefit. Again, in contrast to this brysa, which it's only after you had that, that you burnt it, that only then you have the benefit, that's not considered in the characteristic of la'achla. But the Gemara asks, but but there is oily type of wood, which you use when you burn the wood to light up like a candle, like a torch, and you hold it in your hand, that's a case where the benefit is at the same time when the wood is burning, and therefore the halacha of Shemitah should take effect in it. So how are we saying that if you're taking it for eight and purposes, automatically it doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas, when seemingly there are some types of woods that Hanasun Biyurasun is Shava. So that I'm a rubber. Rubber says, as we continue the top of Korbezim and Aleph, still, stam eitzim lahasakahin oimdet. In general, wood is used for burning it and turning it into coals, and that it's not used usually for a source of light. So, therefore, since they're eitzim, and therefore in the Torah, eitzim were never included in the halacha of the halacha of Shemitah. Now, however, as we said before in the Mishnah Mesach the Shviyas, but in these aftergrowths of the Satis, which Generally, they're used, even though, yes, we qualify them as eitzim, but they're not like wood. They're generally used for dying purposes. Therefore, the halacha of Kedusha Shemitah will take effect in it, and therefore it will be forbidden to use it after this man of beer, even if you would be using it like actually for wood purposes, which is just to burn it and turn it into coals. It doesn't make a difference because from its inception, herbs, although they're not edible things, but they're meant to be used for dying, which is Hanasna Biyar and Shav. And even if you don't use it for that, it's still going to be Aser. The opposite of regular wood, where even if you're going to use it for something Hanasna Biyar and Shav, like by oily wood, since wood is generally, the characteristic is to be used after it's burned, like in coals, so therefore, then it's not going to have the Isser Shemitah. Whereas the case of the brysa, when you have the leaves of the reeds and of the vines, where some people eat them and some people use them as fuel, therefore we said it depends on the thought process of the one who's gathering it, as we said there in the brysa. If he's gathering it gathering for food purposes, then it's being qualified as an eichel. Then it's going to have the lach of shemitah. If he's gathering it for wood purposes, which is just to burn and to be able to heat up an oven, which there the hanah of the baking of the bread is only after you already burnt up 
and you turned it into coals, that would be not included in Halakha Shemitah, and that's why we said it depends, but it's not a universal thing of Eitzim. Eitzim is general, Eitzim is always going to be permitted, whereas sometimes you could have something that could be an Eitz or could be like a Michael, and then you have things that are like Michael always, even though they're not really Michael, they're really like an Eitz, as, which, as Rava had phrased in this question, which is what these herbs are. They're not meant for edible, they're meant for constructive purposes like dying, but since they share the characteristic of Achila, which is Hanos and Biras and Shava, therefore it's going to have the Alocha of La'achla, which is the Isser of the Shemitah produce, and therefore you have to get rid of it by the Zman of Bir of Shemitah.